Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Business Edge Podcast. I'm excited for today's show because today we're going to be talking about the art and soul of energy healing with Britt Michaelian, who is an artist, a Reiki master, and a quantum healer. Buckle up, break out your pens and paper, prepare to take notes. Welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, Britt Michaelian. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's great to connect with you again. Yes, I am. I'm always glad to connect with you, Britt. I've known you now for a, no, a, a lot of years. And, a lot and of we've years. Always, we've always, we, we did a lot of work together. We go to conferences and we talk. And we always talked about the spirituality of things, right? And the energy of things that went beyond finances and marketing and social media. And we always made that connection. And I'm excited about the chapter that you have started in your life where you are now focused on helping other people and businesses to connect with the energy that's in their world to help them become better people and better at what they do and kind of bring out the passion. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel that it's a really good audience that you have to talk to small business owners because a lot of the times when you have a business, you're really focusing on how, you know, how can I get more clients and, you know, how, how can I make money? Where, where's my revenue? You know, all of the kind of numbers and, and those types of aspects. But the thing is, if you are not working on grounding yourself and raising your vibration and doing all these things, I can, we, and we can go into those a little bit more, but if you're not doing things to take care of your soul and to take care of your energy, you're really not going to be of service or as, as the service that you provide is not going to be aligned with the best version of you and the highest version of yourself. So I think it's really important for business owners to really be aware of that, you know, taking care of themselves on a daily basis to have that foundation for their business. And that's what I love. And and I am 100% a do as I say and not as I do in, in that case. <laughs> but you and I have talked offline. I mean, we're talking about the choices that business owners make, right? In, in the yep. food that they eat, in the art that they hang on their walls, in their friendships, and even in nature, right? I mean, we, could, we, we make choices every single day about energy, whether it's positive, yep. negative, or neutral energy. And I got to think that the overwhelming majority of us walk through life not really understanding that aspects of it, that, hey, this food gives me energy, this food doesn't. This art speaks to me and has tremendous energy in it. This one doesn't. It just, it, it deadens my energy, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, with everything going on in the world, it is really important, especially now. Just we we just there's a lot of uphill battles that we're all facing in our personal lives and just as a humanity in general. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's just going back to that foundation of making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And you know, we talked about this a little bit beforehand, but as business owners, when our energy is clear and we are taking care of ourselves and we're aligned with our purpose and really have clarity on that. Uh, we attract clients who match that frequency, who match that same 
energy. And if we're not taking the time on the opposite end of the coin, if we're not taking the time to kind of ground ourselves and really connect with that purpose of why we're doing what we're doing, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a complicated thing, you know, it can be just a simple prayer or a simple, you know, taking a moment to be grateful for what you have in your life and mm. and being grateful for the blessings that have yet to come, you know? Yeah. And it's just, if we don't do that, we're not providing the foundation for our soul to really do what we came here to do in this lifetime. You you said something just there. You said, you know, by, by doing these practices, we'll attract the clients who see that in us. Right. Like that we mm-hmm. we're basically opening ourselves up to the world, the best version of ourselves to the world. And in return, we'll get clients who will lift us up and we'll lift them up. And together, the sum of a wor- the work that we do will be greater than the work that we would be able to do individually. Yep. I love that. And I 100% agree with that. So I I did a little bit of homework on, and I went to your website and I read about the seven healing practices for clarity, purpose, and joy in your life. Can you speak to us a little bit about what those are? Yeah. So my podcast that I'm the daily healing is based on these concepts. And I actually started with the first five concepts. I do um, an annual art show and it's also a wellness event. It's called Healing House. And I started out with the first five concepts that we did at Healing House. And that was grounding, where I did a guided meditation. And then inspiration, where I introduced the art and how, you know, how the energy that is put into the art, the Reiki healing energy, can not only inspire you visually, but can also inspire you energetically. And then movement, we had a little dance party. You can do movement however you want. You can go for a walk. You can do yoga, you know, just moving your body. It moves the energy throughout. And then nourishment, as you talked about, the foods that you eat are so important. You know, you have high vibration foods like vegetables and and things of the earth and low vibration foods like fried foods and things like that, that are just not feeding or fueling our body. And then also nourishment has to do with the relationships that you have and the mind, the, the thoughts that you think in your mind. And then the next concept is gratitude which is obviously so important. You you have to be grateful in life in order to receive more and just to appreciate and enjoy every moment. And so just taking time to be grateful. And then the next two concepts that we didn't go into at Healing House only because we didn't have time, but that there will be meditations for on the daily healing are forgiveness, which is a very important practice to forgive both ourselves for things, mistakes that we've made, but also you know, that leads to lessons that we learn. So that's why we have to forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then also forgiving others, forgiving ancestral things like that. And then the final concept is grace. So grace is just accepting and surrendering to the moment and having faith that you're on the right path, you're doing the right things. And when you do these practices, grounding, inspiration, movement, nourishment, gratitude, forgiveness, and grace, and you do these one each day, it just provides a foundation for where you're operating in your life from a place where you're aware of your own energy and where you're really concentrating on showing up in a way that elevates those around you and keeps you elevated and your energy elevated and really focuses you on healing. And, you know, healing, I believe, is the same thing as self-love. You know, we take care of ourselves, we heal, we do the things that we need to do in order to, you know, have our 
body and our mind and our soul uh, do what they're meant to do, you know, thrive basically. And a lot of times we feel like we're too busy to do those things. So for, for what I've created with the daily healing, it's, you know, 10 minutes or less of a meditation where you just sit and you listen and you breathe and you think of these concepts and you incorporate them and that's it. Then you go about your day. And so if you can do that seven days a week, then you're doing a great job at showing up for yourself and for your life purpose and as a business owner. You know what? And that one that is beautiful. And I totally buy into that. The challenge that business owners face, and I and I put myself in this group, and I and I talk about this all the time, but it is a struggle. Mind you, I'm much better at it today than I was five years ago. But how do you incorporate these things into your life on a daily basis? Like the it's the change that is so hard, right? Change you change your mind, change your behavior, get out of the bad practices that we do, whether it's the food that we eat or taking time to meditate or write in a journal or go for a walk. I'll tell you a quick example. And I love this guy. This guy was home with his wife. He ran a company. She ran a company. They were they, Their offices were at the opposite ends of their house. And he would say every day at 12 o'clock, he would look out the window and his wife was out there enjoying a beautiful day in their backyard having lunch. And he would sit there and he would get back on his computer, back on his phone, and he he would eat his lunch at his desk. And I said, man, did you ever stop to think, like, just take 30 minutes and go outside and sit with your wife and have lunch and talk to her about anything but work? And he said, yeah, I would think about that. And he said, I do want to do that, but I just don't have the time. So how how do we change? You know, it's funny. I I go through this with my 17-year-old because she likes, she has intentions, right? Mm -hmm. Like she says she's going to do this thing, but then she doesn't follow through with doing it. Yeah. And it really, it really just boils down to making the decision. I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to meditate. I'm going to wake up in the morning. And if I can't meditate, because I have spoken with some entrepreneurs that are like, I just, my mind is racing too much with things that I have to do then do it at lunchtime or do it at dinner time, but do it at a time when you're doing something else. Like for instance, when you brush your teeth, (laughs) before you brush your teeth, you go and meditate and then you group them together with something that you already do every day. And there are studies that show that if you do that, where you couple it with something else that you know, you're going to do every day, that you're more likely to consistently start a habit. That's all I got for you. All right. <laughs> I mean, really, it is just making the decision to stick with it, you know, and and to just try it. I say try it. They say three weeks of starting of trying something is how you form a habit. So that's another three weeks. Now, yeah. I, all right. So for my listeners, here's what I want: if you were able to change something in your life successfully, please write it to me and let me know about it. Brian B R I A N at smallbusinessedge.com. Because I want to hear about that. I want to hear about how people have successfully changed things in their lives for the better. I will tell you something. May 13th, 2014, my wife and I went into New York City to watch a movie called Fed Up. And it was all about the sugar industry. 
And I am bad. I have a sweet tooth. I drink. I used to drink Diet Coke. I probably drank Diet Coke for 40 years. Right. Well, and regular soda before then. And it was I, I mean, I would drink six or eight a day on, on, in certain days. I watched that and I knew it was bad for me, but I still did it. It was it's like cigarette smokers. I watched that movie and it had something clicked in my head. And I went home and with my son, I poured out 10 Diet Cokes that were in my refrigerator. And in that time now, nine years later, I have had maybe four Diet Cokes in nine years. I I just, now I drink seltzer and I drink water, but something in my head fundamentally pivoted and I was able to make that change. There are a lot of things that I would like to change still now for the better, but I haven't done it. And that's the frustrating part, Britt, because I know how much better life would be if I could do it. So why don't I do it? So let me tell you something. For me, I had to struggle with the meditation thing in, in the morning as well. So I'm being fully transparent here. And so I developed a little system for myself. And then once I started doing this regularly, it became easier for me to be like, you know what? I did my thing, but now I want to do more because I've been doing this for a while. So I would wake up in the morning and before I would literally, before I would open my eyes, I would be aware that I was awake and Mm -hmm. I would connect with grounding, sending energy, my energetic roots down to the center of the earth to ground with the earth. And then at the same time, connecting with source, God, however you want to say, you know, the Mm -hmm. cosmos and, and just visualize that energy and grounding myself and just doing that for me every morning, whether it's for you saying a prayer, you know, doing something to connect with your spirit. Mm. Just simple. That's all. And just breathe and just feel it and just connect with it. And it can be for one little teeny tiny moment. But you do that thing. And if you do just that consistently and you do it consciously, right? Like you right. you consciously make a decision. I'm going to do this. And it's simple and it's easy. I mean, everybody can do that. A prayer in the morning. That's it. That's you connecting with your soul. And then the more you do that and the more you're like, hey, I've been doing this for a month. I want to add on to that. The easier it gets because you're like, well, I'm already doing that thing that I just decided I wanted to start doing and it's working. So just simple, quick things help. There was a book by a general. I think his name was Stanley McRaven. He said, make your bed in the morning. He gave a speech about it. He said, then no matter what happens for the rest of the day, you still have that one thing. And when you come home at night, you'll see that you have a bed that is made waiting for you. He said that, that like that starts your day off on a, on the right note to your point, like connecting with the universe and, and feeling grounded. I actually, and I've made my bed on, but there were definitely days that I didn't, but now I do it with a purpose I, I that like it's those silly little things that connect with you. Every day I make my bed in the morning. Every day, unless me too. Unless I'm I'm the first one out, and then my wife either makes it or I got to go back in and make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're both pretty good about doing that. Like that that is truly something that you could say. Okay, that's a checkbox in the wind column for me. All right, yeah. let's talk a little bit. So the art and soul of energy healing. 
things that you talk about, you talk about vibrational frequency, right? High vibrational frequency, low vibrational frequency. I would love for you to explain that to our listeners. So for people who are not in the kind of energy healing world, and this sounds like completely woo-woo and out there, quantum physics is a thing. And there are times where you can walk into a room and you can feel that there's tension in the room. That would be a low vibration. Mm -hmm. And then there are other times where you walk into a room, like let's say at a wedding or something that's like a joyous event, and you can feel the vibration is high and everybody feels happy and there's a lot of love in the room and you can tangibly feel that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the difference between high vibration and low vibration. And one of the reasons why I decided to start putting energy healing into my art as a transmission for people who are viewing the art is because my I had my art was in galleries for a long time in Los Angeles and New York and San Francisco and Chicago and it was all over the place and it was great but it was just art and I loved it it was it was a healing thing for me I have my masters in art therapy so I fully believe in the therapeutic process of creativity right and then when my was my sister had cancer and I was with her when she was going through 4 years of treatment um, I hadn't been painting and my sister knew that I hadn't been painting and she bought me paint by numbers canvases and I did those and that was really fun. And so when she was sleeping, I would do my painting. And then when she was awake, I would be doing Reiki healing for her. And then I went on a retreat and I re and it was a quantum healing retreat. And I had this vision of putting the Reiki into the art so that for people like my sister who were going through things where they were having a healing crisis, they could have a piece of art in their room or in their office or their kitchen or their living room or wherever they wanted to put it, that would transmit healing frequency to them, not only because they were looking at something that inspired them or they liked the colors or whatever, but also because the love, the sacred energy that I was putting into that art to be transmitted out to them, that they could feel that as well. Similar to like when you walk into a room where you feel that, you know, there was a wedding that just went on or something like that, yeah. you can feel that high vibration. It's the same thing that you feel from the paintings. And it's interesting because I've actually had healing, you know, people who are healers or people who are sensitive can sense the healing energy just from looking at the artwork in an image on the my website or the printed image. So it's interesting that people can sense that even not even being in the same room as it. So... Low vibrational frequency, anger, depression, sadness, um, people who are condescending, right? Uh, frustration. Those are low vibrational frequency words, right? Yeah. High yeah. vibration, peace, love, gratitude, grace, happiness, joy, right? High vibrational. So I, I, I'm picturing this apartment building, right? In life. Yep. And let's say that the building goes up to 50 floors. Now, the, the people at the 50th floor, those are the ones that have like complete awareness of the universe, right? They're, they're the ones that you were born that way, is my opinion, right? Where you, you have such a clear view of the world, the universe, and the connectivity between the two, nature, everything, you, you can't even hear the low vibrational frequencies that are 45, 50 floors below you, right? You just, they don't even touch you. 
But as you go down the elevator in the apartment building of life, you see, you you still have like this these amazing views. But then you start to realize that okay, on the tenth floor, the view's not nearly as nice as the thirtieth floor. But then as you start to get lower and lower, that's where you start really encountering these low vibrational frequencies, anger, frustration, depression, sadness, right? Uh, hate. And, 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 you know, the windows are open and you can, you can hear the car horns in the street and you can smell the garbage and it's just the people fighting on the street below, right? I'm, I'm trying to make it as graphic as I possibly can. You're doing because, a good job. Yeah. <laughs> but because there are people that we know and that we love who live on the third floor of life or in the basement of life, they don't even get to see. They're, they're watching the rats, right? Scrounge around for food and they don't see the sunlight. There are people in our lives who, are, who live on those floors, the first floor, fifth floor, seventh floor. And, and I want my listeners, I want you to close your eyes and visualize this. If there are 50 floors in, in the apartment building of life, what floor do you live on? You know, what's your view look like? Are you, are you receiving high vibrational frequencies? Are you receiving and transmitting low vibrational frequencies? Now, here's the best part of all of this. It doesn't cost you a dime to move up floors. It doesn't cost you. The only thing you have to do, and there's just one thing, change the lens that you use to view the world. It's all in your lens. It's all in how you see it. Do you, when you look out at nature or when you look out into the world and you see kids on a playground or people walking their dog or a blue sky, are you happy? Are you sad? Are you angry? Are you at peace? Do you feel grace or do you feel hatred? If you can figure out a way to flip that lens to one of gratitude, peace, and joy, you will have immediately moved up 10 flights in an instant. That's, that's, I love, you know, go ahead. I love what you're saying because it is such a beautiful analogy that does have so much visual and sensory experience. And one thing that popped into my mind while you were saying that is, you know, the thing is about healing and energy work is it's a practice. There are mm -hmm. days where you're going to do great and you're going to feel great. And there are days when you're not going to feel great and you have to allow yourself to have those days. So some days you may be on a lower floor and some days you may be on a higher floor, but the key is to remember that you can take the elevator or the stairs to go to a higher floor, Yeah, you know, like the options always there. Yeah. And so that's the key is, is remembering that you can take the elevator or the stairs to go to the higher floor and the stairs might be a little bit more work, but if you do the work, you get there. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And you will 100% take the fast track elevator down if you allow yourself to engage with people who operate solely through low vibrational frequencies. And I'm talking about in business, right? In life, in business. But let's focus on business, right? The bad employee, the bad customer, the, the awful partner, 
the people who just bring you down because they're on the third floor, you're on the 25th floor. They're not looking for a hand up because they don't know what you see, but they sure as hell want to bring you down because misery loves company. That's where that expression came from. They're going to drag you down to where they are and, and you, they, want, they want you to sit in their pity and wallow with them. So you have a choice in business not to do it, not to, you know, it takes two to tango, right? Don't tango. That, that is probably the greatest piece of advice I can give and why I asked Britt to come on the podcast today, because we all tango. We all engage with people who are time robbers, who steal our time, who make us feel like crap. Identify them and, and, and figure out a way to arm yourself, like put body armor on so that they cannot pierce you. Right. Their words. Well, and that's that the power of these healing practices. And if whether you're doing what I'm doing, maybe it's just listening to inspiring podcasts. Everybody has kind of the voice that resonates with them or a person that they like the message because it it feels like their language. Yeah. But I think the key is to just give yourself the tools and write down a list of what the things are when you find yourself in a low vibrational state, which happens to all of us. What are the tools that you can give yourself that you can use to raise your vibration to make you feel happy? Go for a walk in nature. You know, if you're at the office and, you know, things are feeling elevated, open a window and, you know, let some fresh air in if you can, you know, just yeah. simple things. Yeah. That's what I love, what you say. It's simple, easy, every day to do things. Open a window, take down a piece of, of art or something on your wall that doesn't inspire you and replace it with something that does, right? So let's, let's talk about some of these things that people can do, like foods, art, friendships, nature, right? The, the, the daily healing podcast, the thoughts in your head, right? So we, we talk about the, when you wake up in the morning, the things that you can do, right? the breakfast that you make, right? Write it down, yeah. right? What, what's, what's a good breakfast that you would recommend to somebody? I mean, it totally depends um, if people eat, you know, if they're vegan or they eat eggs right, or, you right, know, that right, type right, of thing. Right. There you go. But these days, I mean, I, I think personally, it's just whatever you know that, that is good for your body. And we all right. know what's good. Now, the other thing is just kind of interestingly enough is, if you feel your body on a subtle level, if you hold a food or a vitamin or something in front of you, you can feel a subtle shift if your body moves toward it or away from it. Okay. So it's interesting. Like I've actually seen people in the grocery store or in like this mother's, which is a um, health food store that we go to that we shop at and they're going through the supplement aisle and they're like literally holding the supplements in front of them to see if their body moves toward it or away from it. It's oh just a simple God. thing. <laughs> yeah, God. it's just a simple thing. But you know, it's it you know what's good for you. And you know, just eat fruit is always fruit and vegetables are always a good thing to choose. They right. just are. And water. And water. Right? Just nice make sure purified that clean water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I live in New Jersey. I understand yeah. about hard water. Yes. Yeah. So good, clean, uh, filtered water. Um, yeah. All right, let, let's talk about let's talk about some other things too, because I want to plant seeds with my listeners. Um, so I'm going to ask you these words and help me define them. Uh, grace, mm -hmm. 
Grace is just grace. acceptance. Yeah, acceptance, surrender to the moment of what is and having faith in your journey and the purpose that you are here on this planet for a reason and just sort of surrendering to that. Gratitude. Well, gratitude is really honoring the things that have come into your life, the people that have come into your life and taking a moment to really appreciate those things. And, you know, the thing is about gratitude is it's really such a simple thing. Like I would say the number one thing that for business owners is to be grateful for the blessings that have already come to your life and be grateful for the blessings still yet to come. Mm. Because a lot of times in business, you're worried about whether or not you forecasted correctly or, you know, whether you're going to make money or whether the product that you're launching is going to be successful. And, that energy is the worry is a lower vibration energy. Whereas if you can switch that into gratitude for the blessings yet to come, even if it ends up that that thing that you're launching or, you know, whatever the thing is that you were worrying about isn't as successful as you had hoped, you're learning lessons. So be grateful for those things, you know, and just gratitude is always going to lead you to be in a higher vibrational state every single time. I have a three word mantra, which is my favorite one. And it is gratitude changes everything. I learned, you and I have talked a lot. I've shared the struggle that my son has had with mental illness and the seven, eight layers of hell that we went through for about five years. And what I realized is, and there was grief in there, a lot, tons of grief. And what I realized was that if you, if you grieve successfully, you take the time to grieve whatever has happened in your life. Don't try and shortcut the the pain and suffering that you're going through in business, in life, right? Learn from it, accept it. It's part of life. What comes out of that is the most incredible lens of gratitude that you will have to see the world through. That, that, that's the gift that the universe gives back to you. It's like a, it's like a medal. You made it. Here's your prize. And now everything in your life, it, you will like, it smells better. It tastes better. It looks better. It's such a richness that you get because you have grieved successfully that you have walked through the worst parts of the universe and you came out on the other side And this is your reward for that. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, you know, the thing is about grief that a lot of people don't realize is that it is a transformational energy. So it's actually a higher vibration because grief comes from love. Yes. If you don't love something, you don't grieve. Yes. So I think anytime that you find yourself in that space, just Hold on to that grace <laughs> yeah. in trust that you are in the process and this is meant to be and you are learning and that you are so lucky to have had that love that led to that grief. And yeah. you're right. The transformation on the other side is it's always amazing. I, I get these notes. Uh, I, I subscribe to this guy, Mike Dooley. <laughs> it's the, from the universe. I'm just going to read it quickly if that's okay. Um, it's, it's a note from the universe. So this is something that I got in an email. 
and it had such a profound impact on me as I saved it. And, and I'd like to read it today. It says, it must seem like some truly awful things happen in time and space. So if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to weigh in. Now, this is a note from the universe to me. You live in a world of illusions, a world that springs from a much deeper and far greater reality. And while at times the illusions are indeed ugly, with your physical senses, you only see the tip of the iceberg. If you could see the whole, you would discover that the unpleasantness was only the tiniest piece of a most spectacular puzzle that was created with order, intelligence, and absolute love. You'd see that, contrary to appearances, in the grandest scheme of things, nothing is ever lost, no one becomes less, and setbacks are always temporary. And you'd understand that no matter what has happened, everyone lives again, everyone laughs again, and everyone loves again, even more richly than before. A timely reminder, the universe. That's so awesome. I really, you know what? I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. We're in the home stretch, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but it, all that means is that you are 100% coming back onto the podcast as a regular guest because I want to tackle different topics. And I know that my listeners are going to weigh in with this. Sounds um, good to me. You all right? So your your annual art show it takes place where the the healing house or healing homes? Yeah, it's healing house. Um, yeah. It was in Laguna Beach last year. It's going to be in Newport Beach this year. It's going to be closer to the water. <laughs> That's all I can all right. say. <laughs> all right. And your um, podcast daily healing. You, so you're recording episodes now, which is smart. You put them in the can. Uh, when do you when do you want to launch that? That is going to be launched on the 17th, actually, July 17th. So coming up like next week. All right. Well, now you just. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's a tip, Britt. This podcast probably won't come out until the beginning of August. <laughs> well, it'll be out by then. Right. Your listeners will be lucky. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's, that's one of the rules that as you put your, your, your podcast in the can because you want to be ahead. That we, we yeah. do the same thing here. So we're yeah. recording this in the middle of July. It'll probably come out. I'll try and get it out sooner, but it will probably be the end of July, beginning of August. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll be able to find that like iTunes and Spotify. Yes. All right. All the places. All right. Great. What website can people go to to get more information? You have a newsletter. You have your daily healing, right? messages. Yeah. So that's everything. The main hub for me is at BrittMichaelian.com. It's B-R-I-T-T-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-I-A-N. It's like Michael and then Ian.com. All right. And um, yeah, so everything's there. Okay. And I'll put that on the resource page. This really was phenomenal, you know, and and I love the the title that we're giving to this, the art and soul of energy healing, because this is what helps us not only achieve our goals that we set for ourselves, but it helps us enjoy the ride and it helps us be the best version of ourselves in life and in business. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so important. I think, you know, we're business owners, but we're people. And so we need to always be focusing on 
you know, mind, body, soul. And I think right. the soul gets neglected, but as you know, the soul is the most important. No doubt. That's why we're here. No, yeah. that's, uh, that's our conversation for the next one, the mind, body, spirit triangle, and why mm -hmm. the spirit is, you know, when the body says no, and the mind says no, and the spirit says, hey, we're going to try this one more time. Mm -hmm. You wind up trying it one more time because the spirit is always the one that's in charge. Yep. This is fantastic. Britt Michaelian, artist, Reiki master, quantum healer. And like I said, all around great human being. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's always great. Absolutely. And to our listeners, I hope that you really got as much out of this as I did. Like I just feel better after talking with Britt. Maybe that's what you can do, Britt. People can just call you up and talk to you and you can heal Let's their do soul. It. <laughs> Sounds good. I know I'm going to be listening to your daily healing podcast because I love what you have to say. And I'm going to apply it to not only my personal life, but my business as well. So thank you for that. Thank you. And to everybody else, this has been the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran. And I hope that you apply what you've learned today. And we will see you next week on another edition of the show. Until then, namaste. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.